Wonder out there who actually watched the uh, presidential debate. It was both not presidential, nor was it a debate. In fact, it was a complete, as someone on CNN once said, a complete gong show. Yeah, kind of gives you a good lesson on what it means to have a conversation and dialogue. You know what, for the first time, I hate to say it, but I'm actually looking forward to the vice president debate as opposed to the presidential debates. And like Colbert says, it's like, it's almost like after when you watch The Phantom Menace, Star Wars, Phantom Menace, you're saying to yourself, how could you possibly make two more out of this? But they did. So we will have another two segments of presidential debates coming up. And um, I do not foresee that's going to be any better. Anywho. So, all right. Well, welcome everyone, one and all, to IMCO in five minutes. Now, I know that some of you uh, sent me private messages saying, you know what, Jonathan, this is not five minutes. No, it's not five minutes. This is a marketing gimmick to try to just get you in through the door to listen to me blab and have a conversation with you about current events locally in British Columbia uh, and talk about how I see a Christian can engage in these things. So that's why it's called IMCO. It's an acronym for In My Christian Opinion. And yes, I do try to stay within five minutes, but right now I've been averaging 10 because, you know, I like to hear myself talk. But it is very tempting to talk about something else other than our current issues because our current issues in locally doesn't seem as romantic as the stuff that is going on down there in the States. But you know what? That is okay. We have stuff that is very practical and you know what? It's been um, an issue for quite some time. And, that, and what I'm talking about is the, our top story this past week, and that is about homelessness. In particular, the Strathcona Tent City. And if you don't know, uh, yesterday, uh, around in the morning from 7.30 a.m. to around 9.30 a.m., I think, there was a protest, a rally uh, of Strathcona residents telling the government all levels of government that this homelessness issue needs to be resolved. That the people who are camped over in their, in their backyard, which is the Strathcona Park, needs to go. Uh, we need to find a solution uh, for this issue, or, or in their words, this problem. And so it got me thinking, because this is not an old issue. Homelessness has been around ever since I, like ever since like I even started <clears throat> reading the news it's been going on conversations have been had tons of discussions lots of consultation dialogue uh, a lot of papers have been written about it a lot of uh, voices have been heard especially the advocacy groups the, the homeless advocacy groups look folks we know the solutions we know what can provide the solutions. We know that, the, yes, one 
size of a shoe does not fit all, as one Vancouver counselor would say. But a word to the counselor, we have already explored various sizes of shoes. It's just that why then, and I am speaking along with the uh, Stratcona resident, why have we not done anything? So it got me thinking. Uh, it got me thinking about my own reflections on homelessness. And it got me thinking about why uh, we have not solved this issue at all and have not made any forward progress on it. So after sitting in various boards and after engaging with a bunch of nonprofits, um, I realized that there is an underlying issue and it really deals with our own attitude and our own perception towards homelessness. And so here's my thesis and here's my point. We cannot solve homelessness until we solve ourselves until we get over that hump of changing our attitude, changing our perception towards homelessness. And here's what I mean by that. There are three noble things that we need to address in ourselves. Because if we don't address these things, I do not believe that homelessness will be resolved. We can talk all we want, we can have all these conversations, but we will never, ever find a resolution, never put anything on the ground, until we change our attitude and our heart towards homelessness. So here's my points. Here are my three points. Until we see a home as a right, not a privilege and not an entitlement, but a right for everyone. And I mean like example, like the right to education, the right to healthcare. Well, a right to have a home for, per, for a person to find safety and, and uh, abide in and to make a nest, a nest in, until we see a home as a right for everyone, not just a privilege or an entitlement or something that you can earn, but something like an education and a healthcare, then we cannot solve homelessness, folks. Now, I'm not saying that you know everyone has the right to have a house in Shaughnessy or a house in the British properties or have a penthouse in the uh, condos in, in downtown. No, I mean a home. And I'm sure many of us have different levels and different perceptions of what a home looks like, but I'm sure many of us also share some common denominators of what a home should be, bare minimum, right? A safe place, a safe haven, a safe a place for people to sleep, to work, and to eat and to have community, a home. A home is a right for every human being. Every human being has a right to access a home. Until we see that, we will never get this homelessness resolved. Second point, until we are willing to sacrifice a portion of our normal, we will never get rid of homelessness either. We'll never resolve it. Uh, what I mean by that is, here, here's an example. Uh, there was one time I had was meeting with a few uh, homelessness advocates uh, groups, and I was saying we were proposing this. Why can't we just have 30 to 50 percent of all condos being built dedicated for homeless people, dedicated for those who may be disadvantaged or uh, who may have a mental illness that it's free for them to use? And then suddenly there was this humongous debate amongst those who 
live in condos or live in high density living areas, like such as myself, saying, no, like, um, it's going to endanger our children. It's going to endanger our livelihood. Until we sacrifice a portion of our norm and allow all human beings to have access to a home, homelessness will not be resolved. Until we are able to sacrifice a portion of a condo, like say 30 to 50%, or a portion of a townhouse complex, say 30 to 50%, or until we are willing to even put a social housing complex right smack in, in a suburban neighborhood. Seriously, folks. Some of us uh, uh, nonprofit groups are looking for spaces to build homes, to build a social housing complex. But man, once they do a petition around the neighborhood, majority of the time, what I've heard, everybody shows disdain and just goes up in arms against it. It's like as if they don't want it. Um, so <laughs> until that is resolved, until we are willing to sacrifice a portion of our normal, homelessness will not be resolved either. Third point, until we can accept that solutions have to be in our backyard. Look, folks, it's good to talk about this stuff. I find that um, almost every issue, like whether it's been indigenous uh, truth and reconciliation, whether it be homelessness, whether it be drugs, uh, addictions, whether it be this and that, everybody seems to have a talking point. Everybody seems to like to talk about it. But when it comes to putting this stuff on the ground, no one wants the solution in their backyard. No one. It's as if we do not want the, we want resolutions, but we don't want it, the resolutions to be in our backyard. Here's an example. I'm involved with a few social housing complexes and a few organizations that do build social housing complexes. It is so hard to convince neighborhoods to build social housing complexes because look it is good right it is good to offer low-income housing but when it comes to putting it in a suburbia or a neighborhood everybody's up in arms because the first thing that comes to mind is that their values are going to go down look folks my townhouse complex is smack right beside a social housing complex and a housing co-op for the mentally ill and i must say our property values here have been just stagnant and haven't been going up uh, at all, like whereas other properties have. But is that something of my concern? No, because you know why? For me, a home is here to stay. I am here to nurture, to build a neighborhood, to build a community, and I am one of those agents, one of those people that just want to be here for life, to invite everyone to welcome here in this community so that we all can live together in harmony, to flourish, as Christians would say. Right? to love your neighbors. So I don't really care about housing prices going up now. I don't care about whether my property is going up or down. In fact, to tell you the truth, it might, that will kind of help in our insurance if you think about it. And also, besides the point, I'm going off topic here, property taxes, but that's okay. What I really wanted to stress is until we accept that the solutions have to be in our backyard, we can never resolve the issue of homelessness. We cannot resolve the issues of the indigenous uh, peoples and how much, uh, uh, how hurt they've been. We, if, until we invite them to our backyard, we can never resolve that either. Until we invite drug addicts, uh, drug addictions, and uh, safe injection sites into our backyard, we cannot resolve any of these issues until we say to ourselves, look, you know what? It has to be me. We have to do it together. 
and it has to come in our backyard. Because if we don't, if we do not address these three things, if we do not change our attitude in these three things, it's just all talk. And it's just all propaganda. And you know what? At the end of the day, in Christian terms, it's just blatant hypocrisy. Blatant hypocrisy. If we do not change our attitude and accept that a home is a right for all humankind, that until we are willing to sacrifice a portion of our norms for the other, and until we can accept that solutions have to be in our backyard, it doesn't matter how much we talk about it. In fact, if anyone talks about it and does not do those three things, they're just talking for the sake of just making them look good. And you know, coincidentally, it's the elections time. Um, I think that uh, homelessness should be one of the top topics of the, uh, uh, the elections, especially our provincial elections. And so I advise everyone to push that agenda into every party that is running for the elections. Okay, that's it from me. I don't see any comments in, the, in my Chatango or on the Facebook. So I assume that you agree with me. But if you don't and you're watching this after the fact, uh, which mind you, I will post the recording of this later on, uh, feel free to chime in on the comment box or just send me an email or a text just to say that you're absolutely wrong, you're off the rocker, and I totally disagree with you, or just say why you disagree with me, and we can uh, chat more, and I will include that in the next IMCO. Uh, I will include uh, your comments as well. Of course, anonymous, but I will include them as well just to talk back. All right. Well, till next week, have a blessed week and a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. The weather's awesome. But um, yeah, till next time, have a blessed week.